0: Welcome to Season 3 of A New Voice of Freedom. The podcasts are taken from the four volumes In Defense of Christianity, written by Ronald Keith Messer. Podcast 125 is entitled, Truth.
1: Pilate, before turning Christ over to the Jews to be crucified, asked our Lord,
0: What is truth? John eighteen thirty-eight.
1: If only he had known to whom he spoke as a greater irony ever occurred in the history of the world. Pilate, represented the military might of Rome, the most commanding nation in the world, asked the fountain of truth what is truth. Like the world, Pilate, standing in the presence of truth, doesn't recognize truth. Pontius Pilate, first a politician, burdened by holding high office, and wanting to please the people, didn't wait for the answer, though he had before him the only one on earth who could tell him. The world does not like truth. In ancient Athens, the oracle of Delphi declared that Socrates was the wisest man in the world. Socrates, however, was executed by the Greeks for attempting to teach the truth. Socrates was merely a philosopher. Christ is the Son of God, full of truth and light. Yet over 400 years later, he was executed by the Romans under the direction of the jealous hierarchy of the Jews for teaching the truth. His apostles met a similar fate. Pilate's question, What is truth? is one that we must all ask and answer for ourselves, for surely the search for truth is the single greatest quest we can make in this uncertain, undulating world. There are a lot of counterfeits that we confuse as truth. The three most prominent counterfeits of truth are fact, inference, and judgment. One would naturally ask, How can we confuse fact with truth? One is prone to exclaim, Fact is truth. The question must be asked, are there untrue facts? One can just as easily ask, are there any such things as true facts? Facts are based on perception, and perception is influenced by point of view. Our courts are burdened by the task of sorting through the facts looking for truth. Also, in relating to facts, in our melting world, where everything slides toward entropy, what is a fact today is not a fact tomorrow. Facts are related to time, and entropy gives time its arrow. How can you have reliable facts in a world governed by entropy? Facts need to be separate from truth. They are not the same thing. Facts are either accurate or inaccurate, dependent upon the time. Truth is eternal. Truth is not subject to entropy. What is true today was also true yesterday, and will still be true tomorrow and forever. Therefore, let's not confuse truth with melted matter or change in events or earthly evolutions. Inference is also often confused with truth. Inference is opinion drawn from facts. Inference depends not only upon the accuracy of facts, but also upon the integrity of the observer. One cannot assign truth to inference. One can only assign accuracy according to specified conditions based on logic. For example, the statement, The sun always rises from the east and always sets in the west. Is considered a true statement, but it is merely an inference based on past experience. It is true relative to what? Well, it is true relative to our solar system only. Facts are relative, but truth isn't. Let's take the third term, judgment. How does judgment differ from fact and inference? We have determined that a fact is relative to time and space. Inference is relative to the observer. What is judgment? As a working definition, let's say that judgment is a call to action based on fact and inference. A court judge may impose a penalty on a convicted criminal. A beauty contest judge may determine the crown goes to this or that contestant. An events judge may determine who won the contest and so on. Judgment places a value on the facts and inferences. Judgment is based on pre-established standards tailored for specific events or conditions or circumstances. Is then judgment truth? Well, yes and no. Judgment is based on uncertainty in an ever-changing world. What was considered good yesterday may be considered evil today. What was considered evil yesterday may be considered good today. In fact, that is the reality we are facing today as we watch our liberties erode away. Judgment that is not based on absolute standards will always be relative to the perceptions of the moment. Judgment, then, is only as true as the standards upon which it is based. Now, let's take the statement, God exists. Is that a fact, an inference, or a judgment? Christians are apt to hastily jump to the conclusion and defiantly claim God exists as a fact, and thus the discussion is over. A skeptic however, would say, show God to me. Of course, that can't happen. God chooses to remain invisible. All the Christian can do is to present evidence from facts, inference, and judgment, none of which are acceptable as evidence using the scientific method. Truth, then, must rise above fact, inference, and judgment. It must be above that which you can see, hear, touch, taste, smell, produce in a lab. God's existence does not depend upon opinion. If the entire world did not believe in God, that would not affect in the least the existence of God. On the other hand, if the entire world believed in Bigfoot, that would not affect the existence of Bigfoot. Either God exists or he doesn't. Truth can only be detected by other means. In other words, truth has its own standards of judgment. It was designed that way by God, else faith cannot exist. Truth is spiritual. Truth can only be detected by the Spirit. That is why God gave us the Spirit of Christ at birth and the gift of the Holy Ghost at baptism. Scientists claim that the universe and everything in it will end in a giant heat death. They are wrong, of course. Galaxies will come and go, but there will always be galaxies. There will always be a universe. There will always be earth like ours, people with children of God. The reason is simple. We do not live in an accidental universe. We live in a universe governed by strict laws, organized by God for his children, and God will always exist. He lives in a world of eternal truth. The work of God, an immortal being, is to change things from an immortal state to an immortal state. Christians, however, outdo the scientist's bleak position. Listen to the words of Peter.
0: 2 Peter 3.10 But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night in the which the heaven shall pass away with a great noise, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. The earth also, and the works that are therein, shall be burned up.
1: In the book of Revelation we learn,
0: Revelation 21, 1, And I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth were passed away, and there was no more sea.
1: The facts of this melting earth will change, but truth won't. Truth is that which rises with us in the resurrection and lives with us throughout all eternity. It is paradoxical, but before coming to earth, we lived as spirits with God in heaven. We came to earth, a world ruled by temporal laws, to gain a physical body and to learn the important principles of eternity. Having experienced mortality, we will then be able to comprehend immortality. Opposition is the only way we can learn eternal truths. Scientific truth deals with entropy, with the facts of this changing world, with the laws that govern temporal things. Spiritual truth, which is as much governed by law as temporal truth, will continue even after the earth melts with fervent heat. For survival, we need to learn the fleeting laws of this fleeting world. All temporal worlds are governed by temporal laws, for law is truth. However. When we leave the temporal world, temporal laws will have no effect on us. Time will have no effect on us. We will belong to the laws of eternity. And though we should learn temporal laws, we should not neglect the spiritual laws that govern all truth. God is truth, and learning truth is the only way we can find God. Let's conclude this podcast by listing a few of the scriptural references to truth. Psalms
0: 117.2 for his merciful kindness is great toward us, and the truth of the Lord endureth forever. Praise ye the Lord. John one seventeen. For the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. John 8.32 And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. John 14.6 Jesus saith unto them I am the way the truth and the life no man cometh unto the father but by me John 14:17 Even the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it seeth him not neither knoweth him but ye know him for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you John 16:13 Howbeit, when he, the Spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth, for he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak, and he will show you things to come. John seventeen seventeen. Sanctify them through thy truth, thy word is truth. 1 John 5, 6 This is he that came by water and blood, Even Jesus Christ, not by water only, but by water and blood, and it is the Spirit that beareth witness, because the Spirit is truth.
1: Notice the attributes of truth listed in the scriptures above.
0: 1. The truth of the Lord endureth forever. 2. Grace and truth come by Jesus Christ. 3. The truth shall make you free. 4. Jesus saith, I am the way, the truth, and the life. 5. The Spirit of truth dwelleth with you and shall be in you. 6. The Spirit of truth will guide you into all truth. 7. Sanctify them through truth. 8. Thy word is truth. 9. The Spirit is truth. Even amidst
1: the distractions of a world always in commotion, let us pause and ponder the eternal truths of God. We live in time. There are temporal truths and there are spiritual truths. There are temporal laws and there are spiritual laws. There are temporal necessities and there are spiritual necessities. In our fluid world, we must learn nature's truths, nature's laws, and nature's necessities. Or, if we do not, in many cases we will reduce our comfort injure our health, and maybe shorten our lives. However, we will one day leave this spinning world behind, no longer tethered to time. We did not come to earth merely to learn the laws of earth, as important as they are. We also came to earth to learn the eternal laws of God. We came here with an immortal spirit, and we will leave here with an immortal spirit. But we will take many things with us. We will take knowledge. We will take experience. We will take our resurrected bodies that like the spirit will never die we will take the glory we gained through our obedience to eternal truth that we might have a better resurrection in the next life truth is connected to light and light to glory as paul said there is one glory of the sun another glory of the moon and another glory of the stars those who live the laws of god on this earth and endure to the end will have the glory of the sun Eternal glory is given to those who are valiant in the war against Satan and mortality. Mortal measurements have a temporary life. Immortal measurements have an eternal life. All spiritual truth is immortal. We are here by the grace of God to prepare to live in eternity. And the only way we can be prepared is to learn the eternal truths of God while we are here. So much emphasis is placed on nature or natural. It may come as a shock to some, but this is not our natural state. We are spiritual beings, eternal intelligences in a temporary mortal body. This life will soon appear as a dream. As the heavy-bodied caterpillar, so bound to blind earth, changes to a butterfly lifted by light, beautiful wings, so will we put away this mortal flesh, drawn toward death and rise in the resurrection of immortality and eternal life. When Christ said, And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. He was not just talking about the laws of this life, though it does apply to our liberty. He was talking about the laws of eternal life. One fine day we will wake up in the resurrection only to discover that the only thing that binds us in eternity is ignorance. Those who learn more about eternal truth in this life will have greater freedom in the eternal world, where the knowledge of truth is our only judge, because our final judge will be the God of truth. Who is Jesus Christ?
0: Thank you for listening. Watch for our next podcast.
1: In Defense of Christianity is available at RonaldMesser.com.